This is episode 62 of the Christian Travelers Network, stranded in Nepal during COVID-19 with Abraham. Welcome to the Christian Travelers Network, where travel stories, community, and scripture combine. Hey, Christian Travelers, so glad that you are here. We have a very interesting guest, Abraham. He has been stranded in Nepal for four months now. Uh, But before we dive into that, I want to once again point you to our website, christiantravelers.net. There you will find links to Facebook, Instagram, and other faith and travel resources. And I would also encourage you to subscribe to our podcast on your favorite listening platform. But without further ado, Abraham is a user interface designer who enjoys traveling to see nature, experience other cultures, and make friends outside of his daily routine. He is a Christian from Mexico City, but is currently stranded in Nepal due to COVID-19. Hey, Abraham, how are you doing? Uh, Hello, Sarah. I'm I'm very good. How about you? I am doing well. It is exciting to finally get to talk to you on our podcast. I know it's been some some ups and downs with the schedule, but but finally you got it. I, I I feel very very good and excited to participate in your podcast. Thanks a lot. Yes, thank you. So uh, you kind of have a very unique story. Uh, can you tell us what led up to you being stranded in Nepal? Yeah, sure. So my story. Um, it's from like one year ago on September of uh, 2019. Um, I decided to take a break of my my current job and and decided to just to travel around the world. It was a hard decision, but but I found the the way. I mean, in terms of uh, economically, economically, um, like God provided. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, yeah, yeah. So, uh, with all my savings, I decided decided to travel around for for one year. So, I went to a few places. Um, went to to see my dad in in Mexico and see some family in in the United States. Then went to to Europe. Well, I also have a sister in Europe. The the first idea was to travel around, um, cycling around Europe, but I couldn't couldn't be that way because of the weather. It was uh, the mm-hmm. wrong time of the of the year. And then um, I was thinking about going to to Asia because I have a friend in Vietnam. So I decided to go there. And then he had plans of going to India to see a friend of his. And then I decided to to go with him. And after that, um, I decided to stay in in India and travel around there for like three months then because of the visa and also I wanted to see Nepal Um, every three months you have to like go out of India and then come back so I came to Nepal and then they suddenly said like okay you have one week to to leave or something like that I mean we didn't anybody knew like the the I don't know how to say the measurement of the amount of of what this was going to be the COVID situation, so mm. so I thought it was going to be quicker, faster, but it's now 
four months here. <laughs> wow. So during all of your travels, kind of exploring and leading up to Nepal, have you been working or have you just been able to just sit back and enjoy travel? The first part of the trip was just, I was just um, having my, my, spending my savings. Um, I had a, some amount there and I was thinking about, I was going to do it. I was going to make it through the whole year without just my savings, but the money started to, to run out. So I was thinking about like saving more, like, like maybe volunteering somewhere, but, but this came just by God. Uh, it was a miracle that I, I have my LinkedIn profile. And so someone in Mexico called me um, through, through my LinkedIn and, and I, I told them like, okay, I'm in Nepal and, and you know, uh, throughout this situation, it was like really difficult. You know, the actually mm -hmm. companies were were even getting out of business some, but mm -hmm. they called me and I told them I'm in Nepal, so so I don't know if that's gonna work out for you because um, it's a Mexican schedule. It's like twelve hours apart, and they told the they yeah. told me okay, we'll see, and suddenly I passed the like three interviews that they um they have with me and then finally they they hired me so it was just a, a blessing really god works in wondrous ways so uh tell us a little bit about being stranded in Nepal that that's a very quick have to make decision one week and then covid 19's gonna kind of just shut them down and it's been for a really long time what have you uh, been doing there? How did you find a place to stay? What has that all looked like? Okay, so I think it was on February 24th that I came to Nepal, I think. Or it was the, the time of the COVID started. I don't remember very well, but I think that's when I put my foot on, on Nepal. So mm -hmm. I went to the south of Nepal because I came through through India. Um, first, first two weeks, it was, it was actually kind of bad because I got sick, <laughs> but not, mm -hmm. not COVID or anything like that. It was just, um, uh, a flu, uh, because I was, um, uh, with sandals all the time, came out of the bus and it was wet. So it was cold. Mm -hmm. I got a little bit sick after that. Yeah. I, I don't remember the exact date. But this news that this thing was spreading, and also it was like from just the north, like China, it's like like right right across the the border. So so then we said like I, I was supposed to be like oh, okay, nothing's gonna happen or whatever. It's not gonna be as as hard as it is now. But I moved. It was a place called Lumbini, and then I moved to Pokhara. It's a there's a lagoon and the stars of the Himalayas, and I I stay there in a hostel. Um, that's when when the the news came. And they were saying, okay, um, so you have to decide. You have to either go to Kathmandu, which is the capital, which is where I am now. So because that's the only uh, international airport that we have in Nepal, and I was like, uh, okay, maybe. I need to figure out what to do, so I decided to stay in Pokhara. So by the time things were getting worse and worse, and and suddenly they say, okay, there's the last bus 
that you can take to from Pokhara to Kathmandu. So if your um if your country, your embassy decides to send a, a rescue flight, that that will be this will be the last opportunity that you have to come from in between cities uh in between Nepal. Uh so so I decided to take the bus and I came to Nepal. I mean to, to Kathmandu. Mm-hmm. And I don't know how how long it's been here in Kathmandu. It was like maybe one month between Lumbini and Pokhara, and then like three months here in Kathmandu. I mean, I've I've just been in a hotel. But thanks God that I have. He provided me the the resources, the the way to to pay for this, and uh, just just being here. It's not like some places around the world that it's not like too serious that they let you go around on the street. It this has been like a serious lockdown here. So until mm-hmm. One week ago, they decided to to start opening, but it's also probably the worst time because the the cases have have been on the on the up, upri- uprising. So so we'll see. Mm-hmm. But but I trust God. It's it's difficult, and it's interesting how every country is handling it so differently. So. What a blessing, though, that God provided you a place to stay despite all of that and a job. Yeah, 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 definitely. Have you been able to make any friends or connections while you're there? So, I have. I have. Uh, actually, through, throughout my my entire trip, I carried my Bible from Mexico. So, yeah, it's interesting because... Um, in terms of Christianity, I was in a in a kind of difficult situation. I was not going to too much to to church back in Mexico, but it was ups and downs. Like I was not very disciplined because of some mm-hmm. some things that happened. I mean, not bad things, but but like ups and downs, like stress from work and changing around uh, houses. So. I the the whole thing was also to to learn about more in my relationship with God to study more the Bible because I I haven't like throughout my life I I didn't read it I mean just little pieces of of verses and um, yeah everywhere I I stayed for a little bit long or I was able I was watching I was looking for. For churches, evangelical churches. So I remember I I went to a church in Barcelona, where my sister lives, and I went to a church in Prague. I went to a church um, in India also, Mumbai, it was really nice. And also I was looking on the internet here in, in Kathmandu, and they have some churches, but I haven't gotten into contact with them. But yeah, in in terms of that, I I've been knowing some uh, some brothers and sisters from the Christian community around the world. It's it's been really nice, like all of that. Like I also remember a long time ago that I lived in in Barcelona also when I was five years old, and my my mom and dad always told me like this story that they just came to Barcelona and. They didn't know what to do, and so they went to church, and then everything was so easy. Like God provided, and everything was was going great. 
and that's what I try to do a little bit, but but most of the time I I do kind of like backpackers, uh, friends, or people that are traveling around, which are really really good, really really nice people. I know that a lot of people, when they go to a different community and um, they think about looking for churches, I think sometimes they become hesitant because they won't know people, etc. Can you tell us a little bit about maybe some of your worship experiences or some of the highlights? Yeah, sure. Um, I think the first time that I went to to a different church in this way was in, in Prague. I think it's the ICB. International Christian Baptist Church. I I don't remember well. Yeah, they were like super friendly. They were like really welcoming. Uh, I knew a Mexican girl <laughs> that was in Prague, which was really interesting. And oh, actually, a a friend, um, a brother gave me some some cards of little verses from the versicles from the. From the mm-hmm. scriptures that help me a lot, a lot sometimes. I, I I keep them in my wallet, so so they are very very good. And yeah, um, I'm like kind of easy going. Like I can can talk a little bit. Uh, I can make friends uh, sometimes. Um, so it has been like being in a family. Like like it has really. I see that nowhere else. So it's, it's like, like I don't know if this um, is a word, but it's relieving. Like that, that you can go anywhere around. That we are a, a big community. Like the the body of Christ. It it really shows that that we are like that. That's wonderful. What has been the biggest struggle uh, with? being stranded in Nepal um yeah mm, struggle is probably um you know my schedule is is from from Mexico so uh I'm working at night the shift mm-hmm. um <clears throat> sorry about that so it's like 12 12 hours um difference and mm-hmm. I think that in the beginning was pretty hard to get used to that schedule because I mean your body kind of kind of is not used to it so it's a little bit hard on also the stress about the situation the um the stress from work like the you have to deliver and and just um getting into that type of um like like reality or like or like work or like type of of way of living uh, i don't know it's it's difficult in this situation so so i think that's has been the the most thing also i um i haven't got to know no one from here just um a few guys uh and and it's like like three months of the same it's it's kind of a little bit depressing but then uh, i go back to to god i talk to god i pray and and everything and i always like like bounce bounce up again i think night shift is a difficult thing in any situation but add on to that being stranded somewhere that you don't know not really knowing people 
um, yeah, that's a that's a lot to uh, carry. I'm kind of intrigued. Uh, how have you like gone about getting groceries and those kinds of things? Have you been able to go out in Nepal, or what does that look like? Yeah, so the lockdown like policies are that now it's good. Now it's like everything is starting to get all reopened from one and a half week from from now. So now you can go anywhere you want, but in the in the most like critical dates, mm-hmm. um, there were like a very few stores and there were police around the around the streets they were not like like really bad and they just ask you like where are you going and what are you gonna do or where are you staying or stuff like that but you can go outside and and buy some groceries in in little stores from from around here but but then i, I used to eat a lot um in the hotel in the hostel where I was and asking for food on on delivery. What has been some of the biggest joys or blessings of being stranded in Nepal? Um, from the beginning, I, I had like like all these comebacks from from the beginning of my trip. Like I was a little bit, I mean, not not like confused or anything about my faith. But I was like, I don't know, I was not being like so disciplined to go into church. I I knew my my purpose of these trips was was to um, be more disciplined, like learn from the scripture and to have a better relationship with God. So I think in that way, uh, I I, I kind of made it made it better, made uh, some uh, advance advances. So in my faith and my way of seeing things. I met a lot of people that mostly in India and these kind of places that where westerns come to seek for for these other points of view or or things but but I didn't look it as as that and that also kind of made me go back to Jesus more even more so so it was it was very good in in that in that kind of way the job was a blessing for me. Like it really, it really was a miracle. Like really, really, how things are going in Mexico and in the job situation. It was really a miracle. And getting to see nature, like, like I think I, I'm, I'm a different person when I uh, talk to others. I have like this friend that is like, I think he has seen something in me, maybe that that he sees that is is good or or kind of reflects like this christian way of life and and i think by that that's like it means a lot for me i guess is there anything else that you think would be important for the listeners to know about your experience in nepal i mean yeah i mean the the situation is not like the the prettiest one but but you always have to be faithful like and you always have to know that Jesus is, is is here with you everywhere. Doesn't matter if you are in the the Himalayas or in your home or whatever or <clears throat> or or yeah, whatever, like you have to to have faith and and be able to 
to be grateful of what you have. Like sometimes I, I was um, reading some of the trips of, of Paul and it was like, oh, wow. Like this person was like really um, in another level of, of traveling. Like he suffered, he went through a lot of things and like watching his faith and how he reacted to all of these, how he went back to God, that that's like really, really, I mean, how we should treat these kind of situations. Mm-hmm. And actually, I'm, I'm, I'm good. I, I, I just have like that trouble that I told you, which is like nothing compared to, to what others are struggling right now um, in their own situation. It's admirable how you have been able to go through so much and yet still recall that Paul and all these others, uh, uh, their travel experiences can teach us so much and grow so much in our faith, in our travels. So uh, that's been awesome to hear. Um, Kind of going along the lines of this, I had a question, now it's gone. So one of the questions that I love to ask our podcast guests is what has been one of the biggest God moments you've experienced in all of your travels? And that could have been in Nepal or um, any other time in your life when you have been traveling. Uh, Probably, I don't know, he guides you in in some ways. Like like maybe I, I haven't been able to... Or, or maybe I, I thought about doing things that were not good for a Christian as a Christian, and he always gets you again in in the way of 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 how you should how how you should be as a Christian. You know, I mean, he always finds a way. He when when you're in trouble, and that's probably um one step before going into tr- getting into trouble he always guides you and he's there with you so um, um i i don't know like like I, I always feel that i'm with him uh, i feel safe i feel even if i was uh, in another situation i always feel that that he's there and it's it's interesting that uh, sometimes I was scared about maybe going to Asia and and India and Nepal, and, but actually, is is not what, how how we probably think it was before. Yeah, we probably Westerns have a have a really different um, idea of what's going on here. So, but yeah, I think that's that's the answer. Yeah. Spirit definitely leads us and speaks to us and guides us through things, and he uh, is with us through it all. So what a wonderful lesson. Yeah. Um, how can our listeners connect with you outside of this podcast? Oh, nice. Um, well, in your, in your Facebook group, um, sometimes I'm, I'm answering what you, what you post there, <laughs> so they can find me in their mm-hmm. Facebook group. I'm Abraham space M-O on Facebook. My email is is Abraham dot M-O-H-E 16 alt, I think, the sign. The The at sign, yeah. um, Gmail.com. 
yeah that's that's one way of 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 getting in touch with me it will be good like it's a bit different of making new friends or something like that um even christian mm -hmm. friends through through these new technologies because you you don't know like who you're talking to like like i don't know you, you don't really know what you're uh, getting <laughs> into sometimes but yeah it's i don't know maybe times are changing maybe that's gonna be even more common and we have to adapt well speaking of strangers um i'm so glad that we got to meet through technology and that you have been able to join us on our podcast today and share about your experience in nepal oh thank you so much i mean this was um reconforting i think that's how you say it uh, also today i had like a kind of bad day <laughs> and it was it was really good like it's true that we need to move as a as a body of god because we i mean talking about these these things that you cannot talk with with other people like uh so freely or like they see you in a in a weird weird way like like you cannot talk like openly about jesus because that's like not something that people are are like used to or looking forward to but having these kind of conversations with some other christians it's is really nice is is really good like like not having these like superficial conversations and and getting more more into yeah. that kind of uh, subject yes well we have really appreciated getting to hear from you thank you thank you very much Yes, thank you. Well, Christian travelers, I hope that you have enjoyed listening to Abraham. And if you want to join in some of these real conversations, I encourage you to head over to our Facebook group and also uh, to sign up for our newsletter at christiantravelers.net. There I have other faith and travel resources. And I've also recently sent out uh, some information about uh, upcoming travel trips that you can join us and connect with other Christian travelers. And we would love your feedback on that. So be checking your email. But until next time, safe travels and God bless. God bless you. Thank you.